0: something special called after the show something new we're doing here and that way you know, when we're done with the show it's really not over burby <laughs> sam and jody after the show something special we've got on our podcast that you can get uh, by subscribing on itunes and you know that way you can also hear anything you missed mm-hmm. any time of the day on your schedule making it easy for you
1: and you'll get the extras yes all right let's kick off the morning with some favorites can we can i friday can
0: favorites I? yeah let's start
2: with you jody's friday favorite
1: Look, I felt like this needed to be said, and I thought this pilot said it well. Did you hear about the United Airlines pilot who heard about a scuffle on the plane? This is a three-hour flight, Hmm. and there was this, you know, argument about what do you think? Politics. Oh, Um, Oh, really? Was this before the election? After? This is this this week, so it's after the election. And some, it was a, it was a disagreement about President-elect Donald Trump. And so the the really that's
3: hard to believe. Hard to believe,
1: I know. But the pilot came on and had a few words for his passengers.
3: I understand everybody has their opinions. That's fine. If you support him, great. If you don't, I understand. However, we're out here to go to Puerto Rico. supposed to be having a good time. And what I do ask is that as people, we have the common decency to respect each other's decisions.
0: Wow. Yeah. a diplomatic pilot and if you're going he, to Puerto he, Vallarta, Vallarta, Vallarta. too, the last thing I'd be thinking about yeah. was politics Hell, man yeah,
1: it's like <laughs> shut up people let's go to Mexico <laughs> hundreds, <laughs> right. hundreds of people on the plane he knew about this happening you know and he really just talked to them and he had the you know he also had the I guess luxury of look I've got your attention I'm the pilot yeah, Listen to me right now. Is, but he
0: was doing the right thing. He was not picking yeah. a side. What he no. was saying is, hey, we're all U.S. citizens. We're going on a vacation to Puerto Vallarta. Let's enjoy our time together,
1: it's, people. It was like to a parent
0: sense. on vacation. If y'all don't knock this off, I'm turning the plane yeah, around. That's why <laughs> Sam's not the pilot.
1: Mm-hmm. The he handled it just quite... <laughs> lovely and was, he just asked everybody to be decent to one another and guess what it worked he calmed everybody yeah. down everybody's loving that message and i did too
2: murphy sam and jody friday favorites
3: coming up jody i gotta tell you about these uh, neighbors of mine that they do something every weekend that <gasps> just eats at my brain and if they do it again this weekend i'm gonna have to walk down there and talk
1: to oh them. right sam yeah got the producer's
3: mailbag coming up next though it seems like your pumpkin bread's replacing a family tradition jody oh cool that's next
0: Call us or text us at 877-310-4MSJ. And be sure to like us on Facebook. You can get a hold of us there, too.
4: The Producers Mailbag. Emily, what's in your bag today? Debbie commented on a recipe on our website. She says, just made Jody's pumpkin bread. Hello. Oh, my gracious. It just replaced my recipe I've used for over 30 years. Mm, Debbie, mm. it probably has more sugar. But, the, wow. but either way, it is the good. It's It's... Probably yeah, the, it's like three cups of sugar, huh? It's like three cups of sugar.
0: Yeah, 30 years, that's like a bad in a family tradition. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's a
1: great recipe. It is. It's my, well, look,
0: and now, now that we're at this time of the year, especially because, you know, uh, we're about to go visit Jody's family. They're going to want us to bring pumpkin bread. They always do. Or you may even bake some while you're there.
4: I'd rather bake it there. That yeah. way they have it hot. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. 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 Well, and in defense of the three cups of sugar, it does make two big loaves, right? Yeah. It's so not it's like ha- it's just one loaf. You a know? cup and a half per loaf. Yeah. Yeah. It's most satisfying. people probably
0: eat that much sugar in a day, anyway, right?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an easy pumpkin bread recipe, and my favorite thing about it—not just that everybody, not that it's been shared so many times, but you know, everybody's discovering it every year. I love that. This is the recipe that got our girls interested in baking because every time I'd make it, they come running. Wait. They they start. I mean, I
4: let them mix up the dry ingredients and slowly pour the dry ingredients while I'm beating the uh, mixture. That's really cool that you say that because Melissa um, posted a picture on our Facebook page of her two girls, two little blonde cuties, and she says, my girls love making Jody's pumpkin bread. It was delicious, and even their non-pumpkin-loving daddy loved it. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. Love love trying all your recipes. You should see these little girls. They have flour on their nose. Love it. I love it. You know, baking, it's a way to get them into real baking, not from a box. So mm-hmm.
1: thank you for that. We love uh, hearing from you. Reach out anytime and check out all of the Thanksgiving recipes, including the pumpkin bread at com. Coming up with Murphy, Sam,
2: and Jody. You
3: got these neighbors, Jody. They do this thing every weekend at their house. It yeah. brings cars in the neighborhood. I'm getting sick of it. Uh, what are you going to do this weekend, uh, yeah, <laughs> I may have to put on my big boy pants and go talk to them. <laughs> I'll tell you about it next. You know, you're, Murphy, you were talking about going to that garage sale and picking up uh, $35 worth of... Vinyl. vinyl.
0: <laughs> Which I feel kind of lame, sort of, but not. You know, no, it's, what? It's a retro thing, but yeah. it's so weird. I mean, especially if they're in great condition and stuff. It's just I got rid of all that stuff, and then picking it up in the crates was like heavy to carry And If you, know, you try to
1: buy something new like that, that's newly repackaged vinyl, it's way expensive. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And what you actually bought, what everything you looked at at this garage sale was in great condition. Yeah, yeah. and I was and,
3: fortunate. And this is Phoebe, that your youngest 11-year-old, that really wanted y'all to go to the garage sale, and She right? loves
1: garage sales. If there's one in the neighborhood... We're going.
3: Uh, my uh, Jackson and Parker, my two youngest boys, are like that. They're garage sale freaks. If there's mm-hmm. ever and there's always seems to be some somewhere in the neighborhood every yep. other weekend.
0: So Sam, are they uh, old souls like Phoebe, or they just love it junk. because
3: of the junk? They're Got pack it. rats. Okay. I mean, remember Jack bought a yeah. typewriter that doesn't work, and I don't know where it is now. Parker bought a camera, a film camera. Yeah. What harm
1: does that do? I couldn't though? find.
3: I couldn't even I like find it. film to put in the camera. Did he buy a Polaroid? No. It was just like almost like one of those little instamatics. Okay. Phoebe but, bought.
1: A bag of Barbie clothes once for twenty five cents.
3: There yeah. is a, a house down the street, about five houses down from me, that they have a garage sale every, pretty much every weekend.
1: Wow! And
3: well, it's the, and we call these people the Russians because we think they're Russian, um, but you nice. don't know it for sure. Nice, no, great. Uh, but it's always the same stuff. Have you ever seen those places that no. they have a garage sale all the time? No. And it's always this. Because the boys wanted to go in there, and I was like, no, th- this is the
0: same stuff. Well, wait, wait, because they couldn't sell it the last time? I'm not really sure. Wait, what do you mean the same stuff?
1: Though? It's the for same any- merchandise. When you drive by on
3: the road and look down the driveway, it's like, it's the same stuff as last week. Man. You know, I've never gone in to see if it's, you know, item for item the same, but I'm uh. thinking they're just selling the same stuff until they can try to get rid of it. Okay. At some
1: point, it's like, uh, give it up and take it to yeah, s- get donated, goodwill, whatever. Totally have to, but that's their mindset and maybe they add a couple little things or maybe they feel like there's a different audience every time going by a different uh customer there is because there's people there every weekend maybe it's a front for something they are
3: (laughs) russians stop (laughs)
1: being so exhausted and (laughs) aggravated by it sam all right coming up office holiday party no-nos guaranteed you've done a couple of these sam that's next worst office holiday party behavior ready in fact Murphy you're such the leader oh I thought you were gonna manager. say I was
0: an offender in one of these or two of these I did one I don't of these think wrong ever,
1: even at your <laughs> even when you partied hard Where? I don't think you ever did anything that was horrible like as far as your career yeah. would go like, I don't you think never. so don't.
0: And, but people do that and what's funny is it doesn't just have to be at, like the holiday party sometimes people do that potluck you know yeah. sometimes people do it during the office i'm just saying office, sometimes people do it when there's an outdoor picnic for the entire staff that's
5: and
3: they you, ask sam. them all an inappropriate to question
1: we're gonna get to that sam mm-hmm. you know that's a tricky place to be in the office social gathering yeah so if you're you have a professional life and a professional persona and the way you carry yourself at work i hope you do anyway and you're you're yourself but you realize that you're behaving professionally And then there's a social gathering, and maybe you are completely different in social situations. Mm -hmm. And when those two meet, that's where you need to be really careful. I want to ask you to think of this. Think of one of the worst things you've ever seen at an office party, (laughs) Matt Murphy. We'll do that last. All right. CFOs around the country have shared the worst things they've ever seen at you know big office holiday parties okay. um fighting with coworkers and fighting with the boss wow you at get parties the, yes really? most of these have to do with too much alcohol huge surprise shocker huh. um taking inappropriate pictures
6: <laughs> what
0: does
1: that mean like the, one of the big things at parties these days are photo booths the yeah. photo big and getting inappropriate an you know yeah when you've had a few uh,
0: somebody gets a little risque right yeah, oh, that is a bad idea there you're right
1: um an- announcing your resignation
0: at the party. <laughs> <laughs> on the microphone
1: uh, ladies and gentlemen um And somebody said opening someone else's gift, if you do the gift thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would hope these would be the obvious ones. Okay. But you know what? You Super. asked Mike, you, asked you know, yeah. the, the worst are always going to tie back to what you said a second ago. Alcohol. Alcohol. It's a shame. But, you know, most people, most of the sober attendees don't put themselves in a it's predicament, true. right? It's true. It's a shame. Some of the, the, the moments that I've seen that have been over the top have always involved somebody who is... Too much. They're at the place where they're about not to be able to speak anymore. Okay, so
1: what was it? What was the incident? Was it Sam at that picnic?
0: Well, there was that one time.
2: Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody.
1: I'm doing something, cooking something new this weekend I've never done before, and I'm super excited about it. Mm -hmm. Tell you about it next. See if you you city boys can handle this. Guess what I'm making this weekend? I found a killer well it looks killer recipe for a soup I've never seen before Mm -hmm. but as soon as I saw it I'm like (gasps) oh That's so for me. You know what I'm talking about, Murphy. I've already bought the do. ingredients. Do.
0: And you know what's really funny to me about this? I enjoy soups, but I don't get excited about them. But Jody always yeah. has when she sees one that really looks good, wants to put it
3: together.
1: Maybe I feel like it makes me feel better, also yeah. in my soul or something. Probably
3: and healthier. I'm probably. not a soup person either. I mean, every oh. now and then I'll get one, but right. Oh, nah.
1: Okay. Well, wait to... a.
0: So slap that recipe
1: no, on us. No, really. What I'm
0: saying is, I love. I mean, I'll, I'll order them while I'm out. I just don't think about them at home. And Jody gets really. Okay, you excited. you know
1: I have a country soul. This not, in fact. When I make this, I'm gonna bring some to my pawpaw for sure.
0: Okay. Um So this is this a thanksgiving kind of recipe? It's a
1: I would think a fall, because if you're cold or whatever, okay. you know, whatever, cool What's night. It? It's it's called, it's obvious, it's black-eyed pea and sausage soup. Hmm. But it's not bland because you also add salsa and spices and onion and all that. And I'm gonna serve it. M- Murphy, are you ready for this? Can you deal cornbread? I'm going to make my mama's recipe of cornbread, okay? Because I have her cast iron skillet, and I'm making this this weekend, and it is going to be on.
0: I wonder if you could make a cornbread bowl and serve it in that. Uh,
1: (laughs) No, it would fall off. I think it would leak right
0: through it and (laughs) fall apart.
1: That sounds so good to me. Is that because of the my? childhood food i
0: think so that's definitely soul food look it sounds fantastic it really does
1: i hope you like it you're not gonna if you don't love it that's fine i will love it and our phoebe who is an old soul will love it and i'll tell you what i'll do as we'll put the recipe online at murphysamandjody.com. it's sausage and black eye pea soup and since you're not soup people i'll bring some to the producers here but not sam you looks
0: underwhelmed right now
1: yeah it's just, i think i <laughs> to
0: see this before i try it
1: fine
2: yeah. Sam has music news. I'll
3: tell you how uh, Simon Cowell's getting Ed Sheeran back in the music business. Oh, yay,
1: Simon.
2: Sam's got music news.
3: All right, we're going to play a game now. Who is uh, Forbes Magazine's 2016 richest celebrity under 30? Taylor this isn't going to be a tough one, That's Swifty. The play,
1: play, 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 the when you own the rights to everything that you write, and you write like a beast, that's what happens. The money... Flows in.
3: Earlier in July, she was named Celebrity of the Year by Forbes, highest-paid celebrity of the year. Uh, and uh, earlier this month, she was named highest-paid woman in the music business.
2: So crazy! And now
3: Forbes says she's the highest-earning celebrity under thirty, making one hundred and seventy million dollars. Uh, you got
1: to think that she wakes up some mornings and goes, "This really happened." Like I'm a girl with a guitar. Who was just being uh, honest about all my feelings, and now look at this? And let me go get on my jet and
3: fly to Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, One Direction came in second at 110 million. Adele is back and forth with 80 million dollars. So Taylor's riding on top Taylor of the world. Swift here. Isn't
1: wow? Okay,
3: ouch. Um, this is really cool. Ed Sheeran's been taking a break from music for a while. That's so hot cool.
1: now. <laughs> no.
3: so but good. Uh, he's kind of gotten back into it because. Take- uh, Simon Cowell, you know, The X Factor? I do know it. Uh, and it's kind like of like at the end of Idol, they have the big song that the winner has. Sure. Uh, Simon asked Ed Sheeran to write the song. Ed said, sure, I'll do it. So the song's awesome. been written. All the finalists on The X Factor have listened to it, and they all like it. Of course they do, because it was written by Ed, Ed Sheeran. Sheeran. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to be supposedly a Christmas you know, a Christmas esque song for the X I just factor. want
1: Ed Sheeran to take the break he needs so that he can come back and write more songs because he's a true talent. Mm-hmm. He's one of those naturally born to do it people.
3: Uh, and yesterday, Jody, you talked about Robin Thicke being married now.
1: His 20 year old model girlfriend was posting all these cryptic Facebook, I'm sorry, Instagram like bikini pictures of herself. Yeah, the bikini says
3: ALT, which is April Love Geary's her name. So everybody's like, oh, it's April Love Thicke. Thicke. They're married. Yeah. Uh, she and, and Robin's people saying no, 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 no. We're still dating. We're not married. Now, if you remember, we're dating we're, for two years at their two-year anniversary, they both got tattoos. Hit and okay. her hers is R T. His mm-hmm. says A L T. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing. So maybe it's just their inside joke that ha we're married, even though we're not.
1: Maybe it is. It's it, I, at least he's getting over his wife. Yeah. Because he did not want to lose her, but he did lose her because of the ridiculous behavior and that horrible suit that he wore to the MTV Awards. Oh man, that was an awesome! That? That'd be an
3: awesome Halloween suit. Uh, yeah,
1: it? a Halloween suit, Beetlejuice. Okay, so
3: Robin Thicke, not married.
2: Murphy, Sam, and Jody.
1: Music news coming up next hour. We're going to get you ready for Fantastic Beast and where to find them. Some behind the scenes fun. And if you happen to get an Amazon Echo for Christmas this year, since it's
3: on the top of the hot electronics list, yeah, fun game you can play with it. To keep it going for hours.
0: Happy Friday, or as Jody likes to call them, fun Fridays. You know, we want to get this weekend off to a really good start for you, and uh, every Friday we go around the room and do our individual Friday favorites, cool things, fun things that have happened mm-hmm. from the past week. Sam's
2: Friday favorite. So
0: Sam's up now. Earlier this week, Murphy, you had the hot electronic list for Christmas. Yes, Number I'm one so
3: excited about on that. on the list was the Amazon Echo. Yeah. And the little Echo button. Yep. Uh, and uh, I... I found this video about things you can do with the Amazon Echo. Well, let's
1: describe what it is for anybody. It's who a know.
3: tall kind of canister, kind of like a um, tennis ball can, but a little fatter and taller. And you can just say, hey, what's Amazon or Alexa, what they call right. it, what's the weather going to be? And she spits it at you. Alexa, play my playlist. And it'll play it or yeah. whatever.
0: And also, it'll control your home automation. It's basically mm-hmm. a computer brain with speakers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the little button your is a smaller woman. version of that. And so, Murphy, I know you're, you're gaga over this thing.
3: Possibly considering wanting one. This could be
0: a holiday gift for me. Yeah. Well, I Kent, found the
3: Jody. found this video on YouTube about a guy who asked Alexa an awesome question that you may want to consider before you get Alexa in your house.
1: What is pi equal?
2: The approximate value of pi is 3.14159265358979323846264338. <laughs> We're going to be here a while. Seriously? She's going to burn up. This goes 9, on for about a minute 0, and a half. 7, 8, Are you serious? 1, 6, 4, 0, 6, 2, yeah. 8, 6, I guess you 0, really can't 8, ask her anything. Does she 5, 8, ever just 8,
0: like run out of memory for
3: that or? no she starts saying something quintillion something quadrillion and then she winds up getting all the way down to the final i guess the, there is no final number for pie. Oh, yeah. sam, pie got me.
1: sam got me the other day he said come over and watch this and he was i was waiting for it to end and it just didn't had no. to walk out
2: so <laughs> in other words if you
1: get this you have to really phrase
3: your
0: questions correctly because you could be there for a while right or just specify pecan pie
1: yeah
2: Quatuar, Dessillion, 950. Murphy, Sam and Jody, Friday favorite.
1: Coming up next, are you guys ready for Fantastic Beasts and where to find them? I've been waiting for this movie all year long. Some stuff you didn't know either, how very involved J.K. Rowling is. All coming up next.
2: New movies this week. Murphy, Sam and Jody, family-friendly box office review. Let's start
1: with the big one. This is... It's not about Harry Potter, but it's certainly from that world, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them.
4: Something is stalking our city, wreaking destruction, and then disappearing without a trace.
1: J.K. Rowling has said this is not a prequel nor a sequel to the Harry Potter series. It's just an extension into the Mm -hmm. wizarding world. Eddie Redmayne was their first and only choice to play Newt Scamander. And um, they didn't even audition him. They just said please do you want this? And he was like, J.K. Rowling, excuse me? Yes! (laughs) How much is she involved? She wrote the screenplay. This is her first time writing an actual screenplay. So if you think it's going to bring you in, it's going to bring you in. Uh, Some questions I'd like to answer if your children have never finished the harry potter books and you think this is going to ruin anything no way no way you could bring them but know that it's not for little little kids because some of these beasts these magical beasts they're pretty darn scary so mm-hmm. just know that i mean we'll get to the rating but um it's eddie redmayne it's all these other fantastic like woody not woody harrelson <laughs> johnny De- oh, okay johnny depp has a cameo here an alleged and, villain right right and oh yeah And there are going to be five total movies. So if you want to be back in that world, you can be this weekend. I like it. Ah, it's going to be number one this weekend. But it's not the only game in town. There's a couple of other movies that want to take on the Beast and I guess I'm, I think that's kind of cool. We have a uh, comedy coming of age drama The Edge of Seventeen.
2: There are two types of people in the world. The people who naturally excel at life. Golden boys. What's uh, up? And the people who hope all those people die in a big explosion.
1: Look at <laughs> um, Haley Steinfeld. Okay. Kira Sedgwick is in this. Woody Harrelson plays a high school teacher. Oh really? Can you picture that? He couldn't believe that. They wanted him for that but then there, there you go Woody Harrelson I think can do anything yeah okay we also have one that's already getting Oscar buzz Miles Teller in Bleed for This I'm getting
6: pretty sick of people talking nothing like I'm dead
1: Kev okay, I'm gonna fight again
6: Vinny no no I mean, you still know how to give up no I know exactly how to give up you know what scares me Kev is that it's easy.
1: It's God. a sports <laughs> biography based on a true story, inspirational story about a world champion boxer who gets in a horrible car accident, was told he'd never walk again, and it's one of the most incredible sports comeback stories of all time. So mm-hmm. let's break down some ratings.
3: Uh, the ratings are as follows. Fantastic Beats, <laughs> PG-13, Edge of 17, and Bleed for This are both rated R. Man. Big weekend
1: this weekend
2: to kick off the season. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review.
3: You know, Pokemon Go is free to play, right? Yes. My boys, however, Jackson and Parker, want me to spend $100 on something Pokemon (laughs) for Christmas. I'll tell you about that next. I'm getting the uh, jump on kids this year and uh, some Christmas gifts. Okay, Sam, that's cool. Not necessarily shopping. I've already started some, too. I I always run up and it's, it's like... Mid December, early December, and these kids haven't talked about anything. They haven't said anything, right? And it's like I'm they not haven't gonna, even
0: made their list for Santa yet, right?
3: No. And so this year, I've been paying attention. <laughs>
0: nice. For the first parent, time in
3: 26 years.
0: <laughs> I started to pay attention,
3: <laughs> and I realize that throughout the year, they say things that they want, but yes. they're not for Christmas. It's like they're just throwing out I like this, we right? Like this. We went to. I introduced the boys to um, Jackson and Parker, who are thirteen and eleven, to a card shop because they collect Pokemon cards. Okay. They moved from Pokemon Go back to collecting Pokemon cards. Cool. And so we went to the first shop, and they were blown away. Except they saw this box that they wanted of thirty six packs of Pokemon cards for a hundred dollars. It's like, whoa. whoa. How many's in a pack? Uh, 10 in a pack. How many are in a pack? Excuse me. <laughs> How many's in oh, a pack? Yeah, sorry. Well, let's see. All Let me right. count my toes. Uh, there's 10 cards in a pack. There's 36 packs. That's so 360 cards for 100 bucks. So is wow. that a value
0: in Pokemon world? Yeah, because if you
3: just buy them by the pack, they're like three bucks a pack. Got so it. you are saving okay. some money. But I mean, yes, it's I, just, I see what
0: you're saying. <laughs> you know,
3: Rational Sam, who's very usually not rational, but
1: Rational Sam is like, man, 100 bucks for. A
0: paper <laughs> oh, no. and what are you
3: going
1: to do with it yeah, are they going to really take care of them? Are they going to well, cherish them forever? Are they going to lose
3: them? I would say they're going to cherish them for a while. Here's the funny thing. Sammy, my oldest, 27, he he was into Pokemon like you wouldn't believe the first time around in the the 90s. <laughs> yeah, okay. so I believe when, it. When, when Jack and Parker got into it, it's just, hey, you still got your cards? Cause, bonding. Man, this is going to be great. And Maybe we'll find some really expensive Does ones. Does he have yeah. them? No, he sold them at a garage sale. Ugh. He had hundreds of cards, and he put like 30 bucks on there. And some guy came and said, I'll give you five. And he said, all right, Sure
1: man yeah. taylor and phoebe yeah. taylor had pokemon cards a few years back and then she lost interest and gave them to our cousin james yeah but you see you didn't gave know them. you but, yeah, didn't know
3: it was going to come back around yeah. like this you, with gotta, pokemon, you have to be uh, careful pokemon, pokemon. Yeah. you're right
0: i just find the irony that maybe in this one sam is that the cards that your son sammy sold at the garage sale could be the very ones you're seeing at the shop right
2: now.
1: <laughs> ouch Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 877-310-4MSJ. Keep them coming. Let us know about your specific special family traditions that came about very naturally. What are you looking forward to? Leah, you're next. All this week, we have loved hearing about your Special family traditions that you're looking forward to, whether it's for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Every family does this differently and usually Mm -hmm. it comes about very naturally and so cool and nothing that you can... The sweetest traditions are not the ones you planned.
3: Maybe there's a new one you're trying this year.
1: I know. 877-310-4MSJ to call anytime or text. Uh, Leah, you got one for us? Yes. My
5: um, tradition started about 50 years ago with my grandma. She wow. was a um a widowed woman who had seven kids and she couldn't afford Christmas presents for them. So uh. she baked everyone's favorite dessert for Christmas. Oh. And she has continued that every year.
4: Mm-hmm. Everybody
5: gets their same dessert and it's even expanded a little bit. And but now she um she has arthritis in her hands. So she can't make her stuff anymore. Uh. So all the females get together a few days before Christmas and bake all the desserts together. Leah, my God. Mm -hmm.
1: This is everyone in the family or grandchildren?
5: Anybody who can get off work. But Normally it's all the women, but kids, grandkids, -grandkids, great-grandkids, great-great-grandkids, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, that are baking. Mm -hmm. Who do you say gets the desserts, though? Is it children, grandchildren, or everybody?
5: Now, everybody, now we just, um, we get together every Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, All 72 of us pile into my grandma's house. (laughs) 72? (laughs) 72. That is so special. There's a lot of us.
1: What's your favorite dessert?
5: Um, Well, I'm allergic to a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So my grandma specifically has um, chocolate-covered pretzels so that I can have them. Mm. Delicious.
1: Yeah. I love it. (laughs) No kidding. No kidding. I've never heard that one, and I'll never forget it.
5: Yep. It's very special. Thank you, Leah. Ah,
1: I love that idea. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do that forever because it's already been going on and forever. And there'll just be
3: more and more desserts, which is the best part.
1: 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to let us know. We love hearing about these traditions. It's giving us all ideas. You can call or text.
2: Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody.
3: All right, all dads, I need some help here. There's something a couple of my kids are doing every time they come into my house. And I need to, I need to know your solutions. It's coming up next. Murphy and Jody, do your daughters do? Uh, do they like use your stuff and leave it out and not put it back?
1: <laughs> you've met them, I see.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they have
0: done that,
1: of course. Um, but you of know what? Course.
0: they're trying to get better at it. Yeah, it, it, it's it, it, and especially with a lot of my things, it's always, Daddy. You know, can I borrow this or I use this? They want to know that you know I, I'm aware mm-hmm. I can with tell Jody. With oh. Jody, it's funny because they'll just go borrow her clothes without asking. No, oh. it's not just Socks, that. I've, it's not right? just that. Here's makeup. The deal.
1: Like one day in carpool, and this was a couple of years ago, I drove up to get them and Taylor stepped into my car in some shoes that belonged to me that I didn't tell her (laughs) she could wear. And I almost flipped, but it wasn't horrible. It's just like, you don't need to go in my closet in the morning when I'm not there. You need to ask me the night before kind of a thing you know what Sam, for me it's makeup
0: yeah, and, it, yeah it, and the other one now i realize it's phone chargers for me oh, oh yeah really? they tend to grab yeah those are the things that they then don't return yeah. why what happens to you yeah they do grab my phone chargers now i Yeah, about. i have to go my, searching for them.
3: mine is uh and maddie doesn't do this but it's the boys parker and uh and uh jackson yeah they use my tools
4: Oh, that's okay, right?
3: Well, I don't have a problem with it, but they don't put them back where Daddy keeps them. You know, you know me; I'm so OCD, orderly. They have to go right back where they because there's times they'll go out. The other day, I drive up. Uh, me and Parker drive up from the store, and Jackson and a friend are out there working. They're tearing skateboard boards apart. Yeah. Putting skateboard wheels on scooters and scooter wheels on skateboards. So cool. And there's <laughs> washers and stuff everywhere. Socket set is all over the place, and it's like my socket set, my socket set, my socket set. Yeah. Y'all are putting that back when you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then
1: they know, don't understand why that matters missing. to you because it doesn't matter to them. Um so, is this is a situation where maybe you want to get them some of their own tools for, uh, you know, maybe next month, holidays, or... Yeah, that's not mm-hmm. a
0: bad idea. It'll start a little
3: starter toolkit still
1: leave or something, them everywhere. but they have to take
3: care of their own yeah, thing. Yeah, it's an idea. It's possible, but then they'll lose their own tools, mm. and then they'll have to keep referring Because I just remember when I was a kid, my dad, if I went in there in, in, the, in the shed and I used one of his tools... I used it, put it right back. That's because you're yes. Sam. Oh, okay. because
0: well, everything to, has its place. But no, I had to do the same thing too, especially socket sets yeah. and you know closed in wrenches and those kinds of things. All went back. Mm-hmm. And but the, what's really cool is the kids don't do that in you know, my little Craftsman, you mm-hmm. know, chest. We
1: have girls who are borrowing phone chargers and I know. What I'm just saying,
0: I, I haven't encountered that. And after they go home for the
3: weekend, I'll go in their boys the boys' bedroom and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, there's a screwdriver of mine. I see it made it in here.
1: <laughs>
2: Coming so up have- next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Guess who was
1: deleted from the trailer of Mariah's World? That new docu series. Mm. See if you can guess. Also, the divorce settlement has been revealed between Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon. We have that for you.
2: Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Let's do it. Mariah Carey,
1: Christmas time. She's all over the place, and boy, is she! Ah! not getting married to james packer that is done and that would have been ugly financially anyway and you know it um she and nick cannon are they're divorced now right they've always been on really really good terms well they're spending some time over the holidays together with the kids always joint custody and they're in great terms i really really love that they're both moving forward in their lives though and their divorce settlement some of the details of that has been it's been revealed right it's kind of kind of interesting um He's obligated to put away five thousand bucks a month in a trust fund for the for the the twins, uh-huh. the kids. Um, she has to sign over the title to their two thousand her two thousand twelve Ferrari. I guess he really, really wanted that car. I <laughs> love that car. So she's like, fine, have the Ferrari. <laughs> uh, the most interesting stipulation. I can't imagine her driving anyway. I know. I just don't she's see the seat. The wheel. Yeah. I know. That's a good point. Okay. <laughs> The other stipulation that I think is really, really interesting, and you can see how this would this would bother me, I guess, going forward in each other's lives, that they get into a relationship with somebody else, and someone else is the significant other. They are not; the kids are not allowed to call the significant others mom, dad, or mommy, daddy, or anything like that. Okay. That's both of them standing up for. These are my children. Yeah, I understand. They don't that. want anybody else kind of scooping it because you know there's that possibility. You know that she's going to go on with somebody else. He's already well. He's he's expecting a child with his girlfriend right, right. now, and he's happy about it and open about it. So I, I kind of think that's you know I understand that
3: with my kids having step parents, they always called them by the first name. Yeah, you, know, you never
1: had to have that discussion about don't no. call mommy, don't call daddy. I mean, I
3: could see it and I've seen it in situations where one parent just completely disappears from the the, person, the kid's lives and then That's a different the step person does get called daddy and mommy. I guess but-
1: you're right. No one size fits all in that situation. By the way, the uh, Mariah's World docuseries, it's been re-edited. It's still coming out on E! Uh, in early December yep. and James Packer is completely out of it.
2: I really didn't have it in me to the usual Mariah, let me just be nice to everybody thing.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, all right, coming up in your next Hollywood outsider this morning at eight thirty. Is it true that Brad Pitt is already eyeing and has his eye on another famous Hollywood moving actress? on already?
2: Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider.
1: On the way though, let's talk, let's keep keep the conversation going about holiday traditions, those specific special to your family things that you are looking forward to we want to hear from you susan you're up next 877 310 msj and
3: make sure you subscribe to the uh, after the show podcast with murphy sam and jody you can do it in the itunes store or google play and and there you will learn why producer emily we know she's a stickler, is uh, not letting anybody in her family give or ba- friends. baby Todd gifts this year for Christmas. Or friends. Yeah, man, what a yeah. Christmas
1: Extras be. there for you on the podcast. Yeah, you can find out why. Um, we're doing more traditions right now, 877-310-4MSJ. We love hearing about these special things that you do in your family that came about very naturally and you keep them going, uh, whether for you know Thanksgiving or Christmas eight seven seven three one oh four M S J. Good morning, Susan. What's yours?
6: Um, my daughter and I, um, she we started this when she was four years old and one of the things that we enjoy to do is to go around and see all the holidays, lights on people's homes yep. and decorations. Yep. And I put two and two together and I thought, Well, you know, this is so nice that people take the time out to decorate their house and so, how can we show appreciation for it? So, at random, what we'll do on one day on the weekend is go and buy cookies and go to these houses and just ring the doorbell, yeah. and they come to the door and we say, "Thank you so much for putting your decorations on. We appreciate it," and we just give them a box of cookies.
5: Wow! Nice. Um, and
6: we'll do that. We do that every year. It's just. You know, they spend all this money, time, and effort to make us feel good, and I think that sometimes it's great just to show that appreciation to the community and do that
1: for them. I've never heard of anybody doing that, but that is kind of cool. It's a good idea.
3: I love it. Although, I'm not sure, Susan, you'd come to my house, because I don't basically have one string of lights. I
1: don't think that matters. Okay. Um, I think it would certainly be unexpected. It's not something you expect to be thanked for. Mm -mm. You know? Thank you, Susan. Uh,
3: if you've got a holiday tradition to share this morning, whether it's a new one for Thanksgiving or Christmas or something you've been doing for years, eight seven seven three one zero four msj I
1: mostly love the stories about how they came about because normally it's just like an accident or, yeah. you know, you just thought of doing it and you just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it special. Okay, on the way this hour, office party no-no's. You've done some of these in the past sam i think okay let's move on we will move on i'm not it's not to pick on you it's okay. just hey we've uh, been there let's move been on there done mm-hmm. that coming up next though your family friendly box office review gonna get you ready for fantastic beast and where to find them can you handle being back into back in the wizarding world find out what jk rowling had to do with this movie and should the kids see it if they've never read harry potter that's next
2: New movies this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family friendly box office review.
1: I cannot wait to get back into the Wizarding world. And yes, this is from the mind of J.K. Rowling. It's Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them.
4: Something is stalking our city, wreaking destruction, and then disappearing without a trace.
1: So, some of the biggest <laughs> questions are how was J.K. Rowling involved? Mm-hmm. She wrote the screenplay. It's her first, you know jump into writing a screenplay and man it looks crazy good Mm -hmm. another question can your kids see it well that's up to you it's rated pg-13 younger kids might be scared of the beast but i think if your kids could were the kind that could handle harry potter they should be able to handle it right um if they've never read harry potter can they watch it without spoilers of course it's not really supposed to be a prequel or a sequel jk rowling says it's just in the wizarding world but realize it's set 70 years before the whole harry Potter before harry potter ever goes into Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. So it's a pre-thing. It happens way, way before. Eddie Redmayne, Newt Scamander here. He's going to be in all five movies because they're about him. Right. And, and the Fantastic Beast. Um, he was their first and only choice to play this role. They didn't even audition him. They just called him. Like J.K. Rowling called and said, Hey, would you like to do this? Oh, I'm glad it worked. Yeah, no kidding. It's going to be beautiful. And Johnny Depp has a cameo mm-hmm. as a bad dude, if you will. He'll be I'm, in the future movies, I'm too. I'm wondering if we're going to recognize him. Anyway, we also have a kind of a coming-of-age comedy drama this weekend, The Edge of Seventeen.
2: There are two types of people in the world. The people who naturally excel at life. Golden boys, what's uh, up? And the people who hope all those people die in a big explosion. <laughs> Haley
1: Steinfeld, the lead here. You've got Kira Cedric in this movie. Woody Harrelson as a, ma- a high school math teacher. I love that idea. Yeah. This is about high school life getting unbearable for a girl, Nadine, because her best friend starts dating her. Her brother. Mm. You can imagine that that would not be fun. No. Um, we also have one that's getting Oscar Buzz talk. It's a biography sports drama based on a true story. It's called Bleed For This.
6: am pretty sick of people talking nothing like I'm dead.
1: Kev, I'm gonna fight again.
6: Vinny, no, no. I mean, you just don't know how to give up. No, I know exactly how to give up. You know what scares me, Kev? is that it's easy. Ooh,
3: it's amazing how is, these boxing movies all have Oscar buzz. You know? I know.
1: Um, this is Miles Teller, and he yeah. really He's goes... great. He is great. When he plays a role, he really goes for it, and boy, did he go for it here.
3: I uh, got the ratings for you. PG-13 for Fantastic Beasts. Meanwhile, The Edge of 17 and Lead for This are both rated R. Murphy,
1: Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. Coming up next, office party no-nos. What not to do and say and wear and all that fun okay. stuff. Sam, next worst office holiday party behavior ready in fact murphy you're such the leader oh i thought you were gonna manager. say i was
0: an offender in one of these or okay. two of these i did one I don't of these think wrong ever,
1: even at your even when you partied hard <laughs> i don't think you ever did anything that was horrible like as far as your career yeah. would go like, i don't you think never, so
0: and, but people do that and what's funny is it doesn't just have to be at like the holiday party sometimes people do that potluck you know yeah. sometimes people do it during the office i'm
1: just saying the office, sometimes people do it when there's an outdoor picnic for the entire staff that's and they you, ask the boss oh, oh, so an inappropriate to question we're gonna get to that sam mm-hmm. you know that's a tricky place to be in the office social gathering yeah so you're you have a professional life and a professional persona and the way you carry yourself at work i hope you do anyway and you're you're yourself but you realize that you're behaving professionally And then there's a social gathering, and maybe you are completely different in social situations. Mm -hmm. And when those two meet, that's where you need to be really careful. I want to ask you to think of this. Think of one of the worst things you've ever seen at an office party, (laughs) Matt Murphy. We'll do that last. All right. CFOs around the country have shared the worst things they've ever seen at you know big office holiday parties okay. um fighting with coworkers and fighting with the boss wow you At get parties the, yes really? most of these have to do with too much alcohol huge surprise shocker um huh. Taking inappropriate pictures. <laughs> what is that? Mean? Like if the, one of the big things at parties these days are photo booths. The yeah. photo booth, woo, and getting an appro- you know, yeah. When you've had a few, uh,
0: somebody gets a little risqué. Right, yeah, oh, yeah.
1: that is a bad idea. There, you're right. Um, an- announcing your resignation at the party <laughs> <laughs> on the microphone, uh, ladies and gentlemen um and somebody said opening someone else's gift if you do the gift thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i would hope these would be the obvious ones okay but you know what you Summer. asked you asked mike you know yeah. the, the worst are always going to tie back to what you said a second ago alcohol. alcohol it's a shame but you know most people most of the sober attendees don't put themselves in a it's predicament true. right it's true it's a shame some of the, the, the moments that i've seen that have been over the top have always involved somebody who is too much they're at the place where they're about not to be able to speak anymore, okay you know?
1: so wh- what was it what was the incident was it sam at that picnic
0: well <laughs> there was that one time <laughs>
2: coming up jody, jody has your, your hollywood outsider is
1: brad pitt already moving in on a very hot <laughs> hollywood actress since he might as well be single you about it next
2: Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, so there's a rumor
1: going around Hollywood, and it's a hot one. I don't know that there's any real, you know, backbone to it. Yeah. But that Brad Pitt is already eyeing his next lady because he's going to be single any day now. Moving on. Not even well, trying to
3: keep it together, He huh? might
1: as well be single. Apparently, there's someone he finds very hot in Hollywood, and the rest of the world does, too. He tried to cast her in a couple of his movies, and it never happened, and that's actress Margot Robbie.
3: You irritator vex me.
5: Known to be quite vexing. I'm just forewarning you.
1: You die. Okay, the only time the <laughs> from, first time I Harley ever Quinn from Suicide Squad. Yeah, first time I ever saw her was Wolf of Wall Street. Oh my
3: god. Yeah. Yeah. Right, she
1: looked like a Barbie doll the whole time. Okay, so <clears throat> he's single. Yeah. Apparently he has a thing for her. There's no backbone to this rumor, but he did try to cast her a couple of times, and the word is Angie didn't like it. But I guess now Angie doesn't get a say. Nope. It's just a rumor. I want to remind you also that. Sunday night on ABC we've got the American Music Awards and opening the show is Bruno Mars
2: Murphy, Sam, and Jody your Hollywood Outsider
1: Jody, you know what Brown Thursday is? <laughs> um, most wait, of us wait, I think I know it's it's Thursday the Thanksgiving before Black no, Friday No,
3: most of us call it Thanksgiving
1: Oh, it's around Thursday. It's yeah, when you it's before, sell stuff.
3: Yeah, it's when the stores open on Thursday, on Thanksgiving Day. I got news Black for you. Friday. It
1: makes people fight mad. I've got friends who will not patronize businesses well, who it's good. sell stuff on Thanksgiving.
3: Uh, the stores are already throwing their dates and times out for opening up. In fact, we got kind of a list going right now at mm. murphysamandjody.com. You're
1: not supposed to do that on Thanksgiving.
3: Uh, J C Penny is opening or as we say, you know, growing up in New Orleans, JCPenney's. Penny's, Pennies, yeah. Uh, it's, gr- it's opening up at 3 o'clock Thanksgiving afternoon um toys r us is going to open at five o'clock thanksgiving day and they're going to open for 30 hours straight like 5 p.m through through whatever 30 hours is i guess it's sometime on saturday yeah it is uh and walmart and target are both opening up at six o'clock on thanksgiving afternoon
1: Mm, okay if you must i I guess there are people wait who could make that their tradition have dinner together with the family while you know the dudes want to watch football or the kids yeah moms could go if they really wanted to
3: you know what I'm saying? And get yeah, a jump. and get the jump done, and then you don't have to mess with it on Friday, Saturday. So, who knows? I guess that, I can
1: see it. And if you're on Thanksgiving Day, you're with those people that you'd like to shop with. Uh, okay. Ch-
3: check out the list at murphysamandjody.com. The times we have so far for what's opening on Thursday and Friday. Yeah.
1: Don't love the name Brown Thursday, but okay. Sorry. Call it Thanksgiving. Coming,
2: coming up next with Murphy,
1: Sam, and Jody. Got my Friday favorite. It's something that happened at 30,000 feet this week. Um, and... It addresses all the political nastiness that we've all had to deal with recently. On Fridays, we like to kind of look back over our favorite things from the week, and this one happened at 30,000 feet. Well, I'm assuming it was about 30,000 feet. Yeah, this is yours. Ah,
2: Jody's Friday favorite.
1: Okay, a United Airlines flight, and the pilot, well, there was some... Nasty stuff that happened on the flight. Passengers were starting to get the bickering. Bickering. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Um, at each other about political stuff. They started having a fight about President-elect Donald Trump. Things got settled down, and then the pilot was like, "You know what? I'm going to preach it a little bit here." I
3: understand everybody has their opinions. That's fine. If you support him, great. If you don't, I understand. However, we're out here to go to Puerto Vallarta. Supposed to be having a good time. And what I do ask is that as people, we have the common decency to respect each other's decisions. Amen. I mean, we're going on vacation. (laughs) Chill (coughs) out.
1: It's true. Just because other people do not feel the way you feel, you don't have to spew at them. In fact, let's be decent. And I love that he had to say that. And you know it was aggravating to him to have to say that. Yeah. Like he's a teacher and they're children when they're not. They're adults on his flight. Mm-hmm. But he took that moment to do that. And I thought that was a great example. And, and you know, it kind of got went viral the other day. And I really liked it. I really liked it. I hope I get a pilot like that one right.
3: day. Don't but, calm down. I'm turning the plane around, huh? He
1: did not do that.
2: Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Friday Favorites.